You're listening to The Plug with Neil Griffith. Well, well, well. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Season 3 of The Plug Podcast. How you doing? It's been like four or five weeks maybe we've been away for a for a little bit but it's we're back now for the new season we're very excited because we've got a bunch of great episodes to show you and we're kicking it off this week with the kings of heavy metal in australia i'm joined by winston mccall of parkway drive to coincide with the band's new album darker still which is out everywhere right now uh people who would have listened to the first season of the podcast winston came on back in like september 2021 and that was during the lockdowns, and they were about to play a festival. Um, and at the time, the album was kind of like just in the works. And now we're here, the album is out. And you'll hear me say it a few times in the episode, but this is my favorite Parkway Drive album to date. I think it is a genuine game changer. Uh, you need to check it out after this episode, obviously. It's good context. Before we kick off the episode, I do want to give a big shout out to our proud sponsors, Audio Technica Australia, who have always been so kind to us and have actually sought me out a brand new uh, setup mic, headphones. It's amazing. I feel very Kanye West right now. To celebrate the new season, we're actually giving away a pair of their Bluetooth headphones. You can check it out on the Instagram page. Head over to The Plug with Neil Griffiths on Instagram to enter. Uh, But without further ado, welcome to Season 3 of the podcast. This is me chatting with Winston McCall on The Plug. All right, welcoming back to The Plug podcast for the second time and what I thought was only a few months ago, but it turns out to be a fucking year. Winston McCall of Parkway Drive. Winston, welcome back, my friend. Out of the vortex. How are you doing? Yeah, doing good. Doing good. Busy. Really, really, really busy. It's just all like everything's go again. About the tour, album coming out, press, everything's just like, uh, so it's yeah, just bouncing between locations, getting everything done. <laughs> I'm assuming you're in Byron Bay? Yep, still at home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I said, like, we just jumped on this and I was like, I got asked to have you on the podcast. Mm. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. But I'm sure that wasn't long ago. But it was last September. Yeah, man. So we we were talking in lockdown ahead of the Night and Day Festival. Yeah, Jesus. That was ages ago. Wasn't right? It? Thank you. That's what I said. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, man. Like, I don't know if we'd even start hit the studio yet at that stage. Wow, time warp. I know you you said a bunch about the album, and I'll get into that in, in a second. Yeah, cool. Um, but it, it's cool to, to be chatting to you because just for people who may not have heard this before. So yeah, the last podcast was September and you kind of like gave some hints and updates <laughs> on what was happening with the album. Prior yeah. to that, I spoke to you, it would have been to promote the Good Things Festival, which you guys headline. And you had just said, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're kind of like talking about the album right now. We've done fuck all, but we're yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Um, so let's start at September 2021. How was your lockdown? No, I'm kidding. Fuck that. We're not talking about lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> it's really looking forward to that. <laughs> um, no, like uh, sep- September, where were we at? We were, I believe, really close to, um, we'd either finished pre-production or we just started the drums, I think, at that stage. I can't quite remember. Either way, we're in the early stages of actually recording it. The album's written or it's close to written. Um, we were kind of, we were psyched on it. 
to start the actual process. Um, and we have, you had like four months in the studio right <laughs> to get ahead of us which now that i look back at it i'm like jesus christ okay that was <laughs> and we'd spent like a year and a half two years writing the album so Fuck. Yeah, like it was right on the right on the tipping point of like us rolling over into this new um into the new workload and new era kind of yeah yeah the the yeah. only re- the only reason i want to work off that september um podcast was because again um we we had we got some updates about the album but you were also gearing up for people who don't know to play a festival called night and day which took place yeah. in a fucking castle how yeah. was that yeah that was so sick new year's new year's eve gig like it's the only show we've played since lockdown started wow in a castle it was awesome it was like um the day after a full-on heat wave rolled through um sure. and he goes well so it was like 40 degrees the day before. <laughs> <laughs> dusty as but it wasn't raining like and, and a week later bendigo flooded so um oh no it wasn't bendigo it was ballarat wasn't it yeah ballarat yeah yeah keep saying bendigo yep. two b's um yeah so yeah it was sick it was so good to be back on stage like it was actually really i don't know i'm saying i felt emotions on stage that i've never felt before just because it's weird coming back after all that time off and then standing on stage and being able to do that thing you love again and it feels so familiar, but it having a different meaning now. There was so much more weight behind the ability to actually just do a gig. So it was, um, it just kind of meant a lot. It was a really nice icebreaker. And the show was wild. The festival was sick. The whole thing was sick. I hope, I hope they run it again this year. Like it was, it's really cool. Like it's a sick venue. It's full on castle. Like it's not <laughs> screwing around. It's like, you're in a castle. <laughs> this is in the jousting arena. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it was tight. Yeah. Is is that the only show you've done? I know you have some shows in Europe in September. Is that the only show you've done since yeah. lockdowns happened to now? That's it. It was like wow. That New Year's gig, and we still haven't gigged again. <laughs> so this September, this September tour will be the first tour back for us. Yeah. Um. We'll do the album Darker Still. Fuck! Incredible. Um, I, I, I actually listened back to that interview we did in September last year just to kind of get a vibe of, one, were you fucking lying and talking shit? Everything you said, I have to say thank you for your honesty, because everything you said in that podcast was exactly what you get, get in this album. I'm sure that you don't remember what you said. I actually wrote it down. You said, it's dark, it's heavy, it's like punching your head against a wall, but there will be sounds that fans have never heard of. Yeah, that is <laughs> literally bang on. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm really stoked. Like, I'm stoked that we were able to execute that. That's the thing. Like, because that was the goal. And at that time, we hadn't actually done it. So I'm like, this is what it's going to be. Mm. Please don't make me a liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but that's, that, but that's basically it. Like, that's uh, in a very, I mean, that's using very broad strokes to describe the most, like, um, the most varied album that this band's ever made the most varied sound palette um yeah that's kind of that's kind of it in terms of an adventure down like in, in parkway drive world this is this is it like it's it's us just going absolutely nuts like covid drove people nuts it drove us to this kind of escapism in the music that we make so yeah some some nuts, nuts stuff in there. <laughs> what's what's so good about this album is that, like, I mean, we were recording this just over a month away from the album release. Suck shit, everyone. I heard it. It's great. Um, Parkway, hardcore Parkway fans, rest assured, there is there is this is the signature Parkway sound. 
but it's literally what you said. It is the most expansive work you've done to date. Like I was reading some press releases that um, have been released. Jeff Ling, lead guitarist, yep. he was working a lot on, you know, he was inspired by 90s metal. You know, there are some songs on here. Like I hear fucking Bon Jovi. I hear The Church. Yep. Like there is some shit on here. And I was so good to actually saw an interview you did where um, I don't know if it's still current. Your favorite song on the album was Darker Still. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta tell you, man, that's that was my favorite song on the album because it's it's so fucking different, but in the best way. Cheers. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like that's the thing. Like it's a, um, yeah, it hits all those. Like it it commits to references. Like essentially, the the core Parkway part of that song is the melody and the lead guitar mm. part. But but everything else on that song, like down to the simple fact that we've never played a song in that slower BPM um is completely outside of our wheelhouse so yeah like i i think like i'm really stoked that we executed it but like it's that's the kind of thing like there's a bunch of songs where we're trying to create something where you're working off like just the barest core of what like what parkway's identity actually is and then expanding out from that in a way that doesn't hit anything that resembles comfort Oh, there's no falling back on like, and then you'll just throw in this thing because I know people like they like that. We always put this kind of thing in. It was just like there's a bunch of stuff where we're like, nah, like we're just gonna do something that no one's heard anything like it before. You can tell it's Parkway, but it's still like, yeah, I ain't heard them like this. So <laughs> I'm glad you really, I'm glad you like that song because I, yeah, I still, I still love it. It's, it's, it's still for me. It's the song that like when I when I started learning how to sing and actually mm. went to vocal coach, which took ten years. <laughs> I, I said I want to be able to sing a song like this like I want to be able to sing a song that's like an epic ballad and it actually connect and sound like me and it took me like I, I tried to do it on I didn't work tried to do it on reference reverence didn't work we had to step back from it every time and this is the one where we we connected the dots and we committed to like seven and a half minute <laughs> you know what's you know what's fucked up when i listen to it and i don't know if i stand by it because i haven't listened to it the last day it felt like a darker version of november rain yeah boss like <laughs> yeah no no that's, like that was a full-on reference point like uh, that that's what we were aiming for like because when we thought about it we we were just like we've had those moments in the past in and songs like blue and the gray and horizons and atlas like anything that was our tail end of an album we kind of experimented with these outro sections where it got to a point and then it just kind of went epic mm. but all, but that epicness was always like the reference point was like you know where slash walks out of the church and she just goes mental that's what i was thinking <laughs> of at the breakdown <laughs> exactly it. that's completely it so, <laughs> you know it's like there's got to be like a way of us doing something like that where it's it's parkway it doesn't sound like we're ripping it off but it is that kind of song because mm. I, like, I don't know it just doesn't sound like something that exists within our world too much these days it's like a that's where all the 90s stuff comes in like the, the songs that you talk about with that is like when you say november rain as a reference i mean that's like an all-time legendary classic song mm. like to even attempt to like it's, it's one thing to go oh kind of reminds me about the, of that it's another thing to try and go all right how do you make actually make music like that work in a way that is doesn't seem pompous and completely up its own ass mm. it still kind of does 
<laughs> yeah, no. Because you've got to commit. Like, it's a really crazy thing. So that was the that was kind of the challenge for us. But but yeah, thanks for picking that up. It up. I'm stoked. 100%. How, how much were you guys leading into that, though, when you're consciously trying to do something different, be more expansive? Is it like a case of like, let's say Jeff will bring something to the table and you'll be like, no, make it weirder. Go away and do it again. Or uh, it's an evolution. Right. It's an evolu- like, if there's a commitment to, to like, we don't say no to anything in terms of like when someone's bringing something to the table, we just start working with it and we take it like, and we see where it goes because we know when like, we know that there's songs like we did soul bleach is basically the one on the album where it sounds just like parkway, exactly how you'd expect fast, hard, unrelenting. And other than that, we're like, okay, we've got that one, like that's the core of our sound, everything else. Let's just kind of screw around with until it, until we get the exact thing because we had the time. And when you've got the time to actually do stuff, you can, you can really adventure with like where the, the sounds take you. And between myself and Jeff and, and um, Ben, we just kind of move the pieces around until we reach that sweet spot of like in context of what the song does, but also in context of what the song in relation to the album does of where you're trying to take it. Because the whole album has this push and pull of like adventure to it. Like it, it's kind of, it starts somewhere where you kind of just go, okay, I, I get where it's going and you kind of get it for a couple of songs and then it takes a little weird turn. Then it takes a really weird turn and then it sends you completely out there. And from that point, like there's nothing established. Like it, it engages in a way of like, it's, it's not like something where you know what the next track is going to get. Yeah. <laughs> you really, you really don't. It, it just changes the engagement and, and the way it is. And when you, when you're putting an album together that way, like we just have a whiteboard and we're like, this song does this and then this song does that. So we need something in between those two songs that has this kind of feel to achieve this certain thing. So that's kind of, it's all just in the pot there of us doing the, moving the pieces around. <laughs> it, it, well, it feels like that, like a, not a, a similar album, but similar in the sense of Bring Me The Horizon, their, I think it was 2019 album Mantra. That was yeah. really divisive because it was Bring Me The Horizon, but they put in a lot of EDM elements. A lot of people loved it. A lot of people thought it was just them trying to do something completely batch it crazy i feel like this album is that in the way that you've progressed your own sound but you've brought in other elements and made them your own it's not like you've gone okay let's make a a fucking pop album and we're just going to be sellouts you've you've taken those things and made them your own using the november rain reference (laughs) it's a completely dark fucking crazy version of november rain it's not like you guys are going oh we're trying to be guns and roses now yeah yeah that's it and that's always it that's the thing like no matter what like influence it is it's through the filter of parkway like Mm. it's never the thing of like they have done a i'm going to recreate a (laughs) like it's more it's more it's (coughs) that's the thing it's influence rather than imitation and we've always had that like it's always been there it's just it takes time and experience and to be able to commit to like to really adventuring into those influences because i mean like essentially if you like generally an album will take the album cycles two to three years you're on the road touring an album relentlessly for a year then you have less than a year to write the nut the next album you have muscle memory from playing all these shows while you're still writing the album and you have a live response to songs so you're influenced by very at the time like feelings and emotions to do with like what you kind of want to write because you're just in that zone this we had nothing it was like COVID's on 
And it took us like several months before we were like, okay, let's start working around with sounds. And by that point in time, it was the most time we'd ever had off as a band. Like all the muscle memory was gone. There's no live gigs. Everyone's just depressed and locked in their houses. So like when we didn't have a date that we had to get this thing out, the mindset was just go nuts, like go nuts. And all it was, was it came down to just our enjoyment and our connection with what we do and as people and what are you interested by? That's the thing. So we're all listening to a whole bunch of stuff and cranking out some different sounding sounds and then committing to the fact that they did sound different and just going, all right, it sounds like Parkway, but it's nothing like we've done before, but let's just roll with that instead of trying to roll it back into the old thing. Well, I remember when, like, when I came out, then Reverence came out, everyone was like, oh, this is the album that will define Parkway Drive. Maybe it's just because I've listened to it like 30 times the last two days. I think Darker still is that album. Like, and I, I mean this in the nicest way possible. Yeah. This is like the most mainstream Parkway album in that I know, I know people who, who love heavy music. I know people who fucking hate it. Yeah. I think this album could turn even the biggest anti-heavy fan just because there is so much to it. Yeah. Yeah. Does that sentence scare you? Like this is a no. mainstream album? I mean, it's, it's fucking great. Like why is this band not mainstream? We're literally the biggest heavy metal band this country has ever had yeah yeah <laughs> should be mainstream that's the thing i'd have no care about labels in general like um when it comes to this album and like the immediateness of the songs which are supposed to be immediate the size of the hooks when the hooks are there i'm like i don't want to put in a little hook like if it's going to be a hook it's got to be big if it's going to like if we're aiming to make this connect with as many people as possible make it connect like that's the thing it's it's a very for all of the weirdness, like, yeah, there's a lot of accessibility in this album in a way that there hasn't been before. And again, that just comes down to just like, it's the time and the commitment and also the experience to be able to grow our knowledge and our skills to a point where we can write the song in that way. So yeah, like if this does make us more mainstream or more people know about us, like fucking sick, come <laughs> on in. Like you're still gonna get a self-critic of the show. Like I'm still gonna be screaming at people to jump on each other's heads. <laughs> still gonna have a wild pit yeah people and i'm always of the opinion like the, the more people that listen to this type of music the better off they're going to be because it's rad yeah <laughs> do, do you have expectations of what you want not only fans but the i suppose the quote-unquote critics because like talking to you the last 20 minutes you don't seem nervous you don't seem anxious no. about this like and i again i'm just saying this is a fanboy it's it's my favorite parkway album today i can say that with confidence paul thank you very much like that's that's really nice. I care, I care that it connects. That's the thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm always just humbled when someone like says, "Wow, I really like this." Like that's that's just nice. Like it's like at the end of the day, like I love what we've done and I know what work went into creating it. And I listen to it. And I'm like, yeah, no compromise, man. I can't believe we pulled this thing off. And the question in my mind after this is when I start doing press, like like we're doing now, like this is the first time I talk to people who have heard it other than mm. our friends and family. So I'm always like, I wonder, I wonder, like, I wonder if other people actually like it. It's always mm. a really nice response when someone's like, this is rad. But like, if everyone doesn't like it, that's cool as well. Cause at the end of the day, it's just music. And I've been able to participate in this amazing experience of creating this thing, which I'm proud of. But um, I don't know, I just really don't know. I, I really, really don't know because this band also has a very long history and has traveled a long way from like, ex like I'm going to say expected sound 
in terms of we started off sounding like one thing and we sound very different now and we've gone mm. through the entire journey the entire way through and we're 20 years on like there's so many different reference points for sound so many different things which people could go i just like that one thing i don't want the other things or there's so many points where people can go hey man just fuck me up send all that <laughs> so you just don't know you, don't know, like, you just don't know what you're going to like if people are going to gravitate to it or if it's going to repel them. But at the end of the day, like the thing that always gets me with any good art or any good music is it's, it's honesty. That's the thing. And as, as musicians and artists, all that is is just an honest expression. And then mm. after that, the connection on the other end is honest, whether or not it gels and makes it into your brain and your heart or not. <laughs> I, I remember as well, like in the last two podcasts, you had a, had a fair bit to say about what the Australian music media and the industry there, they're, they're not disdain but their weird fear about this genre yeah. <clears throat> when again i talk about this album and how expansive and progressive it is and without putting that pressure on you do you feel like this is an album where you can say motherfucker if you can't enjoy this i give up because i feel that way 100 percent. yeah like as, as far as i'm concerned like this is i mean when, it's not like <laughs> it's not like if they don't we won't um we'll just go all right we quit <laughs> that's not, that's not the goal but um but do i think this is like parkway executed to the highest standard yes do i think that everyday people like that have never heard metal or hymns rock in their life can get something out of this yes do i think metalheads will get into this yes like i i think that there's so many avenues for this album to break new ground in the australian media and just pop like gen pop full stop like mm. if we're talking mainstream yeah this album 100 has the, the the potential to go mainstream and the really awesome thing about that is if that happens for parkway finally to a realistic level then the doors open for so much quality music in this country mm. to get recognition and like i've always felt like we have always been at the forefront of that in this country. Yeah. To a degree, simply by the fact there was no one doing this shit before us that has, that has had this popularity, but it's never cracked that ceiling. There's a really good shot at it with this. And it makes me very excited for all my friends in other bands and all the people in the street that I see wearing band merch and stuff that like some old guy in a Metallica shirt's like, what's that other t-shirt over there? I can't read the scraggly writing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? It's basically the same thing. You should probably check it out. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I was funny. I was talking to my friend who's like the biggest Metallica fan in the world and he's a massive Parkway fan. And I was like, I think this is like going to be your favorite album of all time. <laughs> not just of, not just of Parkway, like of all fucking time. All talk up there, but yeah. <laughs> 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 what like this is the this is the cliche question of the podcast too and i hate that i'm asking it but i did see you mentioned it in another interview as well do you think this album could ever exist if you hadn't been together for 20 years and made six records like is no. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what here's the thing like um this is the album that existed in our minds in a realm that was unattainable when we began like that's what that's why i'm really proud of it as well like when we started doing what we did it's not like like i've, I've said in a million interviews before like jeff's favorite band is metallica he loves the black album he listened to fucking machine head guns and roses all of that kind of stuff and then we started parkway and we start this accessible version of like for us accessible we can go and play at a youth center and play this music which is like it's not as good as Metallica. It's not Guns N' Roses. Like it's not Hatebreed, but 
it's our it's what we can do with our skills and we're just going to do that thing which we love to the highest standard but we looked at those sounds and those records and the status that they were like multi-platinum world-defining pop culture pieces of music and it's still within our sphere but we were like you can't even imagine trying to create something like that like literally we didn't have the skill to even comprehend how they wrote that music for that album let alone be able to get into the mindset of it and that was kind of the goal with this we're like there isn't like we're at a point where we should just commit ourselves to creating something that has the potential to do something like that that goes so far outside of the bounds and really does just go like fuck them and fuck everything we're gonna we like we know our shit it's 20 years it's taken us 20 years embrace the fact that we know our shit don't step back when you've got to work work harder it's exciting to think about it as well that you know pre-covid you had like good things Mm -hmm. and you were meant to go on your biggest tour of the country then you've made this album and now you what what's the plan now you go to europe in september are there plans for a bigger world tour are they just still in the works right now they're in the works like COVID's making things still making things really difficult like it's a mission still yeah man like it's nuts like the the music industry in general is like pretty screwed up like because i mean there's whole tiers of like top quality people within this industry that have just moved on because their industry was shut worldwide for several years so they went went on to another career path and Mm. come back they're on something else now so um it's a bit of chaos to be honest uh it's going like the people who are working are working really hard and it's really good, but um, we're, we're piecing it together. Like, I don't know. We'll say like, as, as far as we're concerned, like this is like, we just don't know what to expect. We love the record and we will tour the record in whatever way we can basically like, and it remains to be seen because if it stays at the same thing we've got going on, it's really crazy. And if it blows up even more like sick, Put us in ANZ Stadium. <laughs> Blow the roof of that joint. Just, just, why don't you like Metallica was meant to tour with Slipknot? Just give them a call and be like, "Hey, yeah, li- listen to this album," and then yeah. maybe just kick old Corey out. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Like, um, I don't know. I like the I, I'm probably the most ambitious talker of this band, and probably the most ambitious person in the band as well. But um, I've said for like I've been of the mindset for several years now that there shouldn't be a limit to what we do. Like, it's not like I'm like, I have a goal of playing that one tour that's a little bit bigger or anything. I'm like, fuck, we've managed to make it to headlining slots and literally the biggest festivals in the world. We got there. There's no reason why this band shouldn't be even fucking bigger and it shouldn't just keep getting into people's ears. Like, why? Why not? Why not? So that's what I'm aiming for. Like, I'm just like, sick. We'll keep doing what we do and keep putting it out there and embracing every opportunity we have until like until the growth stops and at this point in time it stopped it stopped being a snowball it's a fucking avalanche (laughs) and i'm happy to be like sitting in that thing rolling over the top of people yeah (laughs) (laughs) do you think i mean fans will know when people have seen the maybe the underdogs documentary you guys kind of do everything in-house do you think if if things continue to progress and um the hopes of this album and based on fuck what i might expect to happen with this album will you ever give that side away or is that kind of like the charm to what you guys do no no it's not going away like it's in the dna that's the thing like where we work really hard on it and we're all passionate about those parts like the thing is if it ever gets if it gets bigger and um we need more help like we get more collaborators it's not like we get replacements we just get collaborators to come in yeah but like everything creatively to do with this band is still 
held very tight and very dear because I mean, 20 years of us holding on to those things, like we finally learned to share the weight between each other, which is good. And the, the, like the value of bouncing off each other rather than just being stoic and strong. Um, but at the end of the day, like everyone handles their shit in a really good, unique way. And it's the same thing with like, with the way we write music, like it's, it's Parkway because it's just, it's Parkway, it's unfiltered. The stage show is Parkway unfiltered. Like at the end of the day, we're still the quality control and every part of it, the media, the, mm. like the, the things, anything we put out artistically, the visuals, the sounds, people we talk to, the stage production, the management, the recording, like there's, it's still got like one of our hands very firmly on the wheel. <laughs> is, is that something you would ever encourage younger bands to do? Or is it very much a, you have to, if you want to hustle, do it, but it's a, it's, it's not easy, right? Hell no, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not easy. And I, I would encourage people if they want to do it, go for it because like, it's just at the end of the day, it's passion and expression and creative control is um, is priceless to start with. Business control, priceless. Um, anytime you can save money in the music industry by, by learning another skill, if you're willing to do it, literally saves you money, which you can then use to further your art or make sure that you can actually get something out of this and not have to quit. Yeah. Um, but it takes a toll. Like work, even when you enjoy it, is still time spent. That's the thing you got to remember. And time spent, like dedicating yourself to something is going to take time away from somewhere else. So yeah. yeah, it's not an easy thing, but there's like, I'd encourage anyone to to do it. Like, because man, if we can do it, like fuck half the guys didn't even finish year 10. <laughs> am i making this up as well i swear you told me last time that there was a second doco in the works did i completely make that up maybe i think you might have said is there another doco and i should probably said and you no. said fuck off yeah <laughs> yeah no, not at the moment but like you've I heard mean, here I, first people a second yeah. documentary is on the way yeah the sequel <laughs> um yeah no there's not not at the moment at least like it's, it's right, just right. being rolled into trying to get this thing back on the road to be honest yeah and what is this thing it only came out like a few days ago and i'm sure by the time this comes out it'll be old news you're doing something with the nrl finals oh, parkway yeah, drive and jack harlow oh yeah you're talking about mainstream so um, yeah <laughs> we're like soundtracking the um fox nrl broadcast for finals month on that's right yeah fucking huge man that's sick so yeah like in terms of like the mainstream yeah that's that's there anyone watching the nrl broadcast or getting psyched for it for all of i think it's all of september it's all going to be all it's all going to be soundtracked by parkway that's so good oh it's so rad we're, we're stoked like we're flying down to film in this like the stadium and stuff like in a couple of weeks time that's like, right do all the promo stuff for it i'm psyched that they hit us up because like i mean it's, it's no big secret that we are sporting humans in the first place. And, and I think it's about time that like actual heavy music got chucked over the top of a biggest hits compilation. So look, there, there are some times at the NRL finals, they'll have a performance and you're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, that's it. The next step for us is like playing actually on the field, but <laughs> at this point in time, like I want to hear, I want to see like, biggest hit ups of the season and then yeah but you you know they'll be like you you can do your show that's fine but you all have to wear like a rugby jersey and <laughs> the mascots have to be like dancing around you like it's just maybe we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> i don't know at this point in time they were the ones that hit us up and i was like that's really cool because they're, they're down with the aesthetic they're down with the sound everything yeah. like, that. like you get what we're doing you think it matches sick so yeah, yeah. 
pushing it out there. Um, and this might be a secret about the live show. Are we still doing the fucking badass WWE entrance through the crowd? No. Ah, no devastating. I know. That's the thing. It's that's the that's the COVID part of it. Oh, yeah. of course. It's, Fuck. It's like we were all we had it all planned out and everything, and then I went on I went to do press in Europe like a couple of weeks ago. And COVID's still going nuts. Like I, mm. I got it at the Kerrang Awards. <laughs> and shit. I was like, shit, that was a, a room. And I was in there with like 50 people. And I was in there for five minutes and I got it. And I'm like, what, what's the odds of getting it when you're walking through <laughs> 8,000 people every single night? Like yeah. pretty high. And when I, and certain guys in the band had copped it real bad. And I was like, that's a tour killer. Right, so, yeah. But we've got some other wild stuff. Like it's a whole new stage show that we're putting together. And it's... um. It's very much in line with the actual album itself, and it's pretty sick. Like, there's a few variables at this point in time. She's like, "Is this gonna actually work? Like, are we gonna rock up and it's been designed the way we want it to be designed?" But if it all play like pans out, it's um, it's it's pretty rad. Like the next the next thing you're gonna see from Parkway on stage could be some really cool shit. <laughs> yeah, it, that, that's the the scary thing. Well, not the scary thing, but the exciting part about releasing an album like this. And I'm, I'm sure you guys don't have more music to, for, for the next album already. But is, it, is, this the, is this the direction now? Like you've tapped into something fucking new here and exciting. See, I don't know because I just don't like, for us, it's always just been a continuation of the same trajectory. It's just this one was just like the training wheels are off. So, so if the training wheels remain off, I don't know what the hell the next direction is because for us like it's it's strange like when we're writing stuff we it's a constant thing it's not like we hop in and we're like let's do something completely new it's just let's do the next thing it's almost connected to the thing you did before and the way you progress is like it's just a it's a matter of steps and this one was like a matter of a leap and a jump and a fucking flight off a cliff but but like i don't know i just don't know like i don't know if we're just gonna go if next time we write something it's gonna be I want to just write three like metalcore bangers or I just want to do like an acoustic album or <laughs> I yeah. really don't know. Like, that's the thing. It's, I really have no idea. Like all I know is this set of songs I'm really stoked with and they represent now. And I doubt that it's going to be the last thing we ever do. I really doubt it because we're always inspired to do something else, but I'm always stoked at the fact that like, whenever we write something, we all, we sit down and we're like, the guitars are heavy and distorted. The drums are loud. I still do yells. Sick. All right. It's still Parkway. What else have we got? Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. It's not like we're ever like, you know what? Don't feel like yelling anymore. <laughs> like, no drums on this one. It's got to be electronics or something. And no yeah. guitar. Like the base of it's always there. It's just like, bleh, there's just yeah. a ton more stuff. So, yeah. And the, the next, what, I would say at least a year is just going to be you guys finally touring and getting back oh, out there. Hell yeah. Like don't expect anything for a, for a while. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know. The thing for us as well is like, it takes time to digest stuff. Um, and it takes time to actually, like, we've always had a thing of like, we're not just going to, we're not programming the drums. We're not like just plugging in a guitar to a preset. Like it's all, it's all done as live as possible. Like the nineties references that we have as well was very much to the sound and the recording. Like it's like, I love modern techniques for what they are, but the 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 recording process that we use takes time so it's um it's something where like if we're even just like let's punch out two songs or like all right block out a month of recording time awesome why <laughs> <laughs> someone to the other side of the world so it's not a, it's not a small thing but yeah. that being that being said like 
COVID's kind of changed up everything. It sure. Just, it changed up technology. It changed up our perspectives, like everything to do with that. Like this was, if, if there's ever a sign of it, it's this, this album, like in terms of I mean, minds being open and perspectives being shifted. And it's, it's like changed the way we just associate with the band in general ourselves. So yeah. who the fuck knows, man? Like this really is, it feels like a whole new beginning for this band. Like it feels like a cold start, but instead of going like, all right, let's play our first gig. I hope 50 of your friends turn up. It's like <laughs> old start. We've got this album under our belt. We've got no idea what the hell anyone's going to think of it. Plus our first tour is doing arenas and we've got to build the show from scratch. And we haven't done a gig in three years and no one can remember what the hell they're doing. <laughs> so, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> is, it, is it safe to assume that uh, an Australian tour is likely to be in 2023 because of all the COVID restrictions? Um man i don't even know yeah probably yeah probably i've just got no i can't even remember it's all so um can't even remember if it's speculative but at this point <laughs> like, the amount of dates and stuff that i've got flowing around in my head i just can't remember the order in which we've got things planned because like there's a lot of stuff and when we're running up to 20 years of parkway as well we're gonna have to do something for that you're yeah you're already getting to the anniversary tours now I mean, it's nuts. Like, it's it's just really nuts. Like, it's basically like COVID touring has now, it's not like those things went away. It just compressed the time frame all of a sudden. Yeah. When you come back, everyone's like, hit me. Like, well, I can't be everywhere all at once. So I don't know how we're staggering this shit. <laughs> yeah, I saw the, the Instagram post you had about the Europe tour. The amount of people were like, what about here? What about this country? Oh, it's like, just fucking relax. Come to Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> Going to Brazil. I swear Brazil is starved of music. That is the key country in every band. It's always come to Brazil. Of course, of course. Yeah, no, no. That's that is the thing. Like, I just I just don't know. So um, and a lot of it comes down to as well, like um, when you're touring Europe and the States, you have to take weather into account. Like sure. it really dictates touring schedules because you can't really travel, like it's dangerous to be on a bus <laughs> in the middle of winter, like straight up dangerous, and no one in the band actually wants to do it because it's freaking terrifying man feeling a feeling a bus fish tail when you're on like the autobahn or you're going over the ranges like between denver and salt lake and stuff like bad accidents have happened there and like you just don't want to do it so all of a sudden that changes the way of how you even book a run so yeah <laughs> fuck dude well it's it was so good to catch up and a I year thought- a year on since we last spoke again i'm not just fanboy i swear to god i mean it i think darker still is the best Parkway album to date, and I cannot wait for everyone to hear it, man. You have oh, nailed this. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll let you cop the controversy for that. Yeah, I'll cop it all. <laughs> They'll say, you fucking lying fanboy, dude. Yeah. It was it was so good to catch up. Good luck, and I hope to see you uh, on stage very soon, man. Cheers, Neil. Much appreciated. We'll talk soon, buddy. Legend. Peace. This episode is proudly sponsored by Audio Technica Australia. Subscribe, rate, and review the plug on your preferred podcast platform, and follow us on Instagram and YouTube at the Plug with Neil Griffiths, and on TikTok at the Plug to stay up to date with episode releases and giveaways. Mm-hmm.